Um, as I was praying about kind of what to share, I started thinking and asking the Lord and I felt on my spirit, in my spirit, just a feeling of like, God, what am I, what, what can I share in this season of pain and difficulty and disunity and, and division? I, I, do I have something to say? And, and I felt like the Lord just said, go to your journal, go to what you're learning. And so I hope it encourages you, but this is just straight from there. Uh, John 10, 27, it says, it's a short verse, it's a simple verse, but it's so, so powerful. It says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And for me, I don't know about you, but for me, this scripture has been rolling over and over in my mind in this season. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Um, I've, I've shared this with a few of you, but I, a few weeks back, I was praying and I felt the Lord um, speak something to me. And as I heard this, I, I was so convicted, but I felt like he said, son, do you know me? Son, do you know me? And, and maybe you have, uh, maybe you're married, maybe you have a best friend. And, and as you're um, talking, you, you uh, maybe like years into your relationship, maybe you like learn something new about your spouse or about your best friend. And you're in your mind, you're a little shocked because you're like, I thought I knew everything about you. And then in their minds, they're even more shocked because they're like, this is so core to who I am. How could you not have known? And maybe they sarcastically say the words, do you know me? Do you know me? And and, and they're, they cut deep, right? Because of course I know you, I know you, you are my everything. And, and this is what I felt with the father in this moment. Of course I know you, you're my everything. You are all that I care about. You are my savior, my Lord, my best friend. I love you so, so much. And, 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 and I felt like the Lord in this moment, in this kind of painful conviction moment, I felt like he said, no, son, something profound. I felt like he said, no, son, do you know me? Not as I relate to you, but do you know me? Do you know my heartbeat? Do you know my my character? Do you know what I'm feeling in this pandemic? Do you know what I'm feeling when I hear of someone else that's lost their job? Do you know what I feel when I hear of Ahmad Arbery, when I hear of, of, of George Floyd, when I hear of the pain? Do you know what I'm feeling? Do you feel what I'm feeling and see what I'm feeling? So, so I want to ask us this question, this incredibly convicting question. Do you, do you ask the question, God, what part do you want me to play? God, maybe in your prayer, in your quiet time, you say, God, what is my part? What is my stamp on the kingdom of heaven? How can I be a part? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with asking that question. It's actually really incredibly healthy to know the part that you play. But I believe what is wrong is when we start to ask that question before we ask God what he is feeling about the situation, before we ask God what his heart speaks to the situation and what his character says about the situation, when we look to our own desires and our own kind of how we fit into the picture before we look into the way that he's feeling about things, that's when I think we get it wrong. So instead, we need to say, God, what are you feeling today? What is your voice saying? What is your voice saying? Because the Bible says in the scripture, it says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they know me. And if he knows us, we know him. We know his voice. So what is his voice speaking in the season? What is his voice speaking to the injustices that are happening? What is his voice saying to you and to me? Because I really believe this. If we will get this first and in the right order, if we will ask him what his voice is speaking to us and in this season and what he's feeling, I really believe that, that we will be doing the thing that he's called us to do. I, I believe we won't even have to ask the question as much, God, what is my part in this season? Because I think we will know because we'll know his feeling towards us and, and we'll listen and we'll obey. And we'll listen and we'll obey like the sheep hear his voice. We'll listen and obey. So how does it kind of relate in the season and all that we're dealing with? Let me, um, let me just read you something else in, in, in my journal. But just before I do that, I, I really believe in this season. Um, I want to ask you this question. How many of us stand up for a cause 
because it makes us look good. How many of us, uh, how many times do we post on Instagram um, or, or how many times do we uh, put something on social because it, it makes us feel good or, or it relates to us? I, I think in this season, um, then it, more than ever, we are running things through a filter of how am I perceived by this? How am I growing? And how, how is this changing me or how, how are people going to see me through this? And I just feel in my spirit, God calling us back, calling us back, calling us back. Let me read you something I wrote in my journal. And it's raw and it's, it's a little vulnerable, so I hope you're okay with it. But it says, I wrote down, I wrote these thoughts. What is your motive? What is your motive? As you speak, as you write, as you post, as you preach, is your primary concern, I want people to know that I am fill in the blank. I want people to know that I am not fill in the blank. I want to make sure that I am perceived in this way or that way. These are the wrong motivation. These are the wrong pursuit. Are we pursuing the wrong thing? If you are more concerned with people's perception of you and how you come across, you will do more harm than good. Until our minds shift to a truly selfless act of, I do all that I do to bring heaven to earth, to bring unity and love to those that have been marginalized, to fight social injustices and heartbreaking stereotypes, not to lift up my name and not even to lift up the name of that person that's been marginalized, but to lift up the name of Jesus. Until we get to this point, until then, your voice will not carry the weight and significance that God has called it to carry, that he's called it to carry. And, and, and so I want us to, to ask ourselves, who are we in alignment with today? Are we in alignment? What, what we're really talking about here is alignment. Are we in alignment with Jesus Christ and what he feels? Or are, are our motives something else? Are we in alignment with his heart, with what he is feeling? Not in alignment with our personal feelings, not in alignment with fear, not in alignment with doubt, not in alignment with our shame from our past mistakes or our, our current shame, not in alignment with, with our doubt or our political parties, but in alignment with Jesus Christ and what he says about his sons and about his daughters and about the truth of the gospel and what we feel, um, not, not leaning towards our own feeling, but what he feels and what we feel in our hearts in and through him, truly aligning with what he is feeling. I believe this is what he's calling us to today. Are we aligning with what he is speaking? When, when, what are we really saying when we say, God, I want to see with your eyes. God, I want to hear with your ears. God, I want to speak with your words. What are we really saying? We're saying, God, I want to be in alignment with who you are. I want to be your sheep who listen to your voice. And I believe, I believe that if we become this, if we can truly choose this, and choose all that he has called us to without looking at how he relates to us and our own kind of uh, the way we fit in the puzzle, but looking to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and his characteristics. I believe when we get this, then we will know him and we will know him deeply and we will know everything uh, about him. The Bible says he knows how many hairs are on his, our head. He knows that before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knows us. And I don't know about you, but I want to know him on this level. And I want to speak to him on this level. And I want to care for him on this level. And I believe when we do this, when we, when we understand his heartbeat for the world and for the people around us, I believe we'll be able to touch and influence all the people that he's called us to. All we need is to listen to his voice and obey his calling. Listen to his heartbeat and obey what he's calling us to. Love you so, so much, church, serve team, church family. Love you. Can't wait to see you soon.